told you that I practice. I told you to skip it. Listen, I think there's been a big mistake, all right? I mean, I appreciate that there are real vampires and you're on this big holy mission, but obviously somebody read their tea leaves wrong because I'm not your girl. And I don't think I'm up to it. And just between you and me, neither do you. It is true. You have missed years of training. See? And you are undisciplined, frivolous. Don't I know it? Quite probably the most vacuous choice in my entire... Okay. Okay, I think we both get the point. Hey, everybody. Welcome. It's episode 121 of Revisiting Sunnydale. I'm Camila. I'm Marcella. We are doing something a little bit different today. I know last episode we said this episode was going to be seeing red, but we decided to take a detour in celebration. We lied. We lied. That's, that's, that's true. We lied. We just lied. <laughs> In celebration of spooky season, I mean, you know, most of Buffy the Vampire Slayer is kind of spooky and we're always celebrating spooky season anyway. It's like 365 days of the year where we're concerned, but we decided to go ahead and do Buffy the movie, the original yes. movie this time around because it's been 120 episodes and we haven't done it yet. Exactly. <laughs> I can't believe it's been 120 episodes. I was looking at something the other day and it was like, yeah, you started in 2016. I'm like, wow. Wow. It doesn't really? seem like it's been four I years. I know. Oh, man. But yeah, and here we are. So uh, yeah, it's going to be a treat. Uh, probably depending upon how you feel about the movie. So uh, A treat-ish? Right, yeah, exactly. Um, follow us on Facebook. You know, like us and talk to us on Facebook at Revisiting Sunnydale. On Twitter at Back to Sunnydale. Instagram at RVS underscore podcast. Or go to the website, tool around at RevisitingSunnydale.com. You can always find the podcast to rate subscribe and review at apple podcasts libsyn iHeartRadio, amazon music google podcasts and player fm so buffy the and Vamp- you know that other lady she who will not be named you can right. ask her too right <laughs> blablexa so mm-hmm. <laughs> um all right so our hist- i was like just get into like a history our history with this movie i had seen it exactly one time and that was probably like in 93. So it was definitely before Buffy the Vampire Slayer TV show existed. And I was, and this movie was the reason why I got into the TV show late, like three years later. Yeah. <laughs> because I was like, no, thank you. I don't want to see this show because <laughs> I did not enjoy the movie. <laughs> I adored this movie. <laughs> I remember my parents didn't own it. We didn't have cable at the time. So, yes, we are that old that we didn't have cable. Get over it. (laughs) Moving on. (laughs) So I was babysitting. I was in high school. This was like the year before I graduated high school. So I was babysitting, and the people I was babysitting for had it. Mm. I watched it like 10 times that night. I would like put the kid to bed. They'd get up. I put him to bed and I would just keep putting it on over and over and over. I watched the shit out of this. Oh my goodness. I loved it. I thought it was hilarious. I was a huge 90210 fan. So Luke Perry was Mr. Dreamy. Like you couldn't get much better than Luke Perry at the time. Right. So So I was all about it. Plus it was like, ew, Pee Wee's in a movie where he's not. What does Paul Rubens look like when he's not Pee Wee? (laughs) Right. So there was a lot in this movie for me to 
grab onto and enjoy. Yeah. Um, I don't remember. Was uh, was he was Luke on 90210? Was 90210 on when this movie came out? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, because they graduated at the same time we did. Okay. Like they went to prom at the same time. Like it was, it was like we were growing up together, That's except right. their lives were way more interesting than mine. Right. Yeah. Um, I did not have any coked up friends or no, anybody. No. <laughs> no. My biggest uh, problem was I'm, I'm wearing denim overalls today. Do I put one, right. <laughs> one buckle up and one down, or do I go with both and look like a farmer? Do I roll them up on the bottom? Those were my issues. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah. Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the movie, was released on July 31st, 1992, written by Joss Whedon, directed by Fran Rubel Kazooie. Um, sure. fl- flighty teenage girl Buffy Summers learns that she is her generation's destined battler of vampires. Yeah. Battler? That somebody came up with it. It's right in the <laughs> title of the movie, guys. Right, just, right. Just call it what it she is. Slays vampires. That's it. The Destined That's Slayer it. of Vampires. <laughs> we don't have to make it more difficult than it really is. And okay, and so is Buffy Summers. Is that's in the summary of the. It's in the summary, but interestingly enough, they don't call her Summers in the entire movie. It's not until the show that we find out that her name is Summers. Right. Yeah. Because I was thinking that too i was i was wondering that as i was watching it Mm -hmm. if we ever hear what her last name is so speaking of buffy summers played by christy swanson um we got donald sutherland as merrick luke perry as we mentioned before as pike hillary swank what as kimberly who this is like completely out of character for anything that i've ever seen hillary Mm -hmm. swank do uh rutger hauer lothos uh paul rubens is amelin he had a name. I don't sure. I didn't hear it at all. Uh, nope. David, me neither. David Arquette as Benny, and a lot of random appearances by Ben Affleck, uh, mm-hmm. Stephen Root, who you may um, know from The Office. A lot of things. Uh, True Blood. No, yeah, True Blood. Eddie on True Blood. Uh, Natasha Gregson Wagner. I think I've only ever seen her in Two Girls and a Guy. It's a very low budget. Urban movie. legend. That's the only thing I remember her from. That's right. Alexis Arquette is just like you know, just a random. I saw vampire. it. I was like, where? Where is Alexis? And then I actually watched that scene. I was like, right there, <laughs> right there is the vampire DJ. Right. How'd you miss that? Like, right. <laughs> <laughs> and a couple of dudes from School Ties. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, <laughs> they were like whoever Buffy's boyfriend was. And, I hate that guy. and his friend they were in school t- and I, his, think ben his affleck, friend... I think ben affleck was also in school ties yeah, yeah. uh what's or am i confusing it with something else with no it was school ties matt damon was in it too yeah matt damon was yeah i think i think ben was in it he, been I mean, a long he didn't, time. He didn't have a, a lot big, of racism in that movie. Yeah, he didn't have a very big part in it. Um, no, and just, it was all about brendan fraser looking all right. tall and yeah Whew. exactly so uh yeah this film um (laughs) like i still first and foremost i I think it it starts off so slow so slow although it starts off very much like season one with a a very similar voiceover you know once in a generation blah 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 but then we get a weird vampire and like it's real weird <laughs> it's just yeah it's it's just really slow and then we have like this 15 minute cheer like we're watching the cheerleaders go on <laughs> <laughs> 
like, but I like that song. I like the soundtrack. I think I, I rocked this soundtrack a lot. Oh, man. I think if they probably would have done better if, like, had they started, and Dan had mentioned this too, like, had they started in the middle of some action, like, the scene where um, Pike is being chased and he's driving around his mystery machine colored mm-hmm. van. <laughs> and, uh, like, we probably should just start it off there and then we cut in the middle of it and be like, three weeks prior you know that kind yeah. of thing and come back that way because this was this was hard to grasp onto and i would first and foremost i am how did they convince donald the sutherland and right rutger hauer like, <laughs> <laughs> to be a part of this movie hey sometimes you just have to pay the bills i mean i guess i mean i kind of understand it rutger more than donald like donald oh, seems yeah. like some sort of like He's like royalty or something. <laughs> Rutger shows up like Rutger is B movie, right? That is his bread and butter. Right. So, I think he got typecast for B movies because of this. <laughs> but <laughs> Donald was it was kind of a shock. I mean, he does well enough with what oh, he's yeah. given, and he's I, really good. And I do enjoy his presence on screen much more so than Lil Miss Christy Swanson. <sighs> It's and it's so hard for me. She's not a good actress, for one. I don't think. No. And no. I and it's not like I've seen her in a lot of things to really know. And it's hard for me to put this into words. And it doesn't sound right or doesn't feel right when I say it. But she doesn't pull off vapid well, like as well as Sarah did, does. As well in as Sarah does. One. You know, like, and I don't know if that's just because I'm expecting a certain level of mm-hmm. what her character of who Buffy is supposed to be at this point in her life or, you know, and she she was just like working on a different scale. So she definitely seems more Valley girl to me. She does seem kind of, I can't believe the host of studs is the basketball coach. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, She's very flighty. Mm. I love, I absolutely love the mall scene when she's talking about her history professor and he says that she has no sense of history. And she's like, he wears a brown tie. Like, that's pretty vapid and pretty dumb. And she, you know, in those kind of scenes, I think she pulls it off pretty well. Mm. I think she's adorable. But I don't understand this entire school. The cheerleaders are, they're terrible. You can almost see them counting as right. they're cheering this halftime show length (laughs) performance that's going on and it just keeps going yeah and going it's like the energizer bunny of halftime performances right and this is just a basketball game do do they have cheerleaders at basketball games i never went to basketball games yeah yeah that performed i don't know like all like this but I, again, I don't think I, I may have gone to one basketball game in my high school career. So I, I am not a good source for this knowledge <laughs> either. Um. Of the, you know, this is like a mini cordette group that we have mm-hmm. here. I enjoy Christy the most. Hillary, I think, was just starting out in her career. So she's right. kind of just itchy. Right. Paris Vaughn is, that is the definition of vapid. Right, right, right. And she's the worst example of just a high school bitch. She's just, just, like when she doesn't even know why they have to invite all the seniors. It's so dumb. Like this whole thing is uh, like the way 
I hate the way that they're so-called friends. Like, yeah, the whole they're group, not like, friends. No, they're just a bunch of girls who hang out together and, uh, and consistently hate on each other. Barely tall. <laughs> like, they give her shit for wanting to buy that yellow jacket. Right, and then the other one goes and buys it and wears it. And then, like, and also when her boyfriend breaks up, when, when they get to the dance and she shows up by herself and she's like, where's so-and-so? And they're like... <laughs> And they're right. like, wow, you just let her walk into getting set up like that and not don't warn her, don't have her back. And then not to mention the other girl actually went to the dance with him. Like, right. you suck. <laughs> you, are, you guys really suck. And it. So Joss has said that everything that takes place in this movie should not be considered canon when it comes to the show. Right. You can say that all you like. Right. No, because I kind of. I accept that it is canon, and I accept that this, this is the life that Buffy Summers had before she got to Sunnydale. Right. And, like, we don't hear a lot about her life on the show in, you know, in L.A. before she got there, and which which is good. Like, I, I like the fact that we don't get into a lot of specifics. Like, she burned yeah. down her school gymnasium. Um, she was really super popular. She wasn't. And she, like, you know, she, she found she was called there so right. you know it, it works and it's all there so stop trying to tell us it's not canon right. just because you don't like how the end product came out right exactly but it so she if you we we often talk about how much buffy sucks as a friend right <laughs> if you go with this being canon i see why she's a bad friend she has had bad friends her whole life yeah she hasn't had any good role models no <laughs> No, not good practice on becoming, on being a good friend. Her boyfriend sucks. Oh, yeah. Her boyfriend's friends suck, including the dude from Dazed and Confused who who gets eaten straight off. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. The, the, The sexual harassment, like, how is it okay for this, your friend to be touching on your girlfriend? Like, all this, the grabbing. It's so nasty. And but the, I, I don't want to be sexist, but right. Can I borrow her? Come on, son. No, that is just that's foul. <sighs> right, but I think the the only thing in this entire film that gave me a full on belly laugh was when she's walking down the hall and he's like, "Got to get me some," and he grabs her ass and she's like, slams him down. And his reaction is <laughs> just like, "I'm sorry, I didn't. I don't actually need any right now." <laughs> I love that part. That's one of my favorite parts too. <laughs> it's it. I can see there's there is problematic things here because the lore is different. We don't see them. You know, Oof. they suck your blood. You suck their blood. Right. It just kind of happens here. We also don't see how they like where they go. Like if they poof or anything, right. or catch on fire. They just kind of or... lay there. <laughs> And I'm thinking, and like the scene, I do love, also love that scene where Stephen Root, where the principal is like going over all the staked bodies, He's like detention, 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 detention. <laughs> uh, I and I, there are bits and pieces like you see Joss's humor in here, like with the newscaster who's describing the her <laughs> looked like a really gross hickey. <laughs> yes, everybody's valley in this movie, right. Now, in this story, Hank Summers is still probably an asshole, but apparently so is Joyce. She doesn't even know her daughter's name. (laughs) And they just leave her with a full-on teenage boy. Mm -mm. Yeah. Yeah. No. No, no. 
we're gonna go out. out we'll see you whenever like, have fun what the hell which also I, i'm confused about the end credits because when the movie ends it starts out with so-and-so as buffy's mom <laughs> and then cast and then it, it's, it's like <laughs> Well, who the hell is she? Why? Why? You ain't Heather Locklear. It's not like Anne starring. <laughs> and the other weird thing about the lore in this movie is that Buffy keeps having these dreams, but she keeps inserting herself in these Slayer dreams that she's having. Mm-hmm. So is she a reincarnation of these Slayers or is she just dreaming? Because she mentions being a slave and we didn't see that dream. Right. Which, Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure because I was a little bit. I wanted more information about Merrick and his whole thing. Is like he dies and is reborn to do it all over again, right? Like, is that like the literal reborn, like baby, and then you grow right. up and you know this is what's happening, or you just kind of poof, you show up somewhere else, and that, <laughs> that's and are you a baby like vampires, <laughs> right? I have right. to kill the vampire. Right, just completely frustrated because you have until you're like four because you haven't fully grasped the, the, <laughs> <It's> like the, <laughs> the motioning staking right. to your parents. <laughs> you have not fully grasped the the whole thing of language, and like, no. is he the same person? Is he different people? <laughs> like, right. I have so many questions. Like, how do you just throw that in there and not give me more information? <laughs> <laughs> and same with Lothos like he is just he kind of has a thing for slayers like Spike does like right. his whole life is just about hunting slayers that's all he does <laughs> and he's got this ever-growing posse of minions including Paul Rubens who looks fantastic yeah this is a that's a, a good good vamp look for him I find <laughs> he was enjoyable I really also enjoyed and which is probably the only thing the one thing that everybody has always seen because it always pops up somewhere the um his death scene mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so and just, funny and i just wonder like whose idea was that was it just something he threw out there <laughs> he or? improvised it that's beautiful uh-huh <laughs> there's so many useless parts though like the scene at the school with the entire gang and they're talking about the theme for the school dance mm-hmm. like they're so dumb I would have really liked less time with Buffy's friends. Yeah, especially her boyfriend. Yeah. I don't need it. I don't want it. And Natasha Gregson. Just, she yeah. goes off and she dies very quickly. Yeah, was she Was she one of Buffy's friends? I feel like she's the Andrea of Buffy's friends. Like, she's the smart one that hangs yeah. out with them, but they don't really like her and they don't invite her places often. Gotcha. Because I don't even recall, like, I, I think she showed up. And she was like outside somewhere and being lured into some place, and then they show her again with Paul Rubens. Yeah, being about to be eaten. That's when Lothos makes his grand entrance, like right. that, like flying down from the ceiling. It's really dumb. It's I can, like I can almost see the strings. <laughs> yeah, it's so stupid. But LA has its own version of the bronze, apparently, or it's just a bar. I'm not sure. Right. I don't remember just hanging out in bars i'm gonna go with this they're seniors yeah yeah so like i'm gonna say they're mostly 18 in toledo back in that time period you could go into a bar and be 18 but okay. you had to get stamped to show you had to that have you the were... loser stamp that yeah you exactly drink. yeah so gotcha maybe so is pike in school or is he oh i forgot that was ricky lake oh yeah her too. The, she's <laughs> the, the waitress that 
tells them they can either have a hot dog <laughs> or half with a nothing on it. <laughs> <laughs> or <yeah>. coffee. <laughs> I'm going to assume that Luke graduated last year. Okay. Or that Pike graduated last year. Because he's got so his I'm own worried apartment. about how much he drinks. <laughs> he's got his own apartment. Yeah. Even he could just be an emancipated could be but minor i'm not sure if he that drinks a lot yeah either way he's got some he's got something that he should some issues he should probably work out <laughs> a lot of issues <laughs> but he's got a little you know flirtation going with buffy i mean i really enjoyed luke perry in this movie um, yeah except for the soul patch oh the my god, god the soul, the soul patch, patch. <laughs> well with that soul patch like in the beginning of the movies of the movie he reminds me of trent from daria yes <laughs> He could have been a live-action Trent. Right. He sure could back then. <laughs> and David Arquette's kind of adorable here, too. Yeah. He's a lot less annoying than he usually is in these things. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> but they're, trying. they're like kind of hitting on the girls, and the girls are, they giggle too much. I don't understand what's so funny <laughs> at any time. Like right. in the movie, when they were just giggling, like, shut up. <laughs> and here in the bar, just shut up. Yeah. And when he realizes that they're the girls from the movie, he's like, we hate you. (laughs) (laughs) And the girls don't care. No. And I do like when she flays his dog. It does kind of crack me up. Yeah. But there's like things like there were scenes like that. And I forget what other one, but there are like two other ones where like some really cool imagery was shown Mm -hmm. just off screen. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Why? When she uh, spits at the fly. Yeah. It's really cool, too, but they don't really show it. You just all of a sudden see the fly. Right. <laughs> with the yeah. thumbtack in it. Luke and, uh, what, so Pike and Benny are, they're drunk talking about how much they hate those girls. But Benny's talking about how much he would still sleep with them, which Pike is just like, you hate them. But you still have sex with them. What is that even about? And they're so drunk that Benny starts to get sick, but Pike passes out, which is a good thing that he passes out because Benny gets taken and eaten. But he already looks like he's in his vampire makeup when (laughs) Paul Rubens grabs him. (laughs) And yes, the vampire makeup in this one. The ears are oh, the ears. over the top, first They're of all. so bad. <laughs> Secondly, why, why is it like nobody notices them? Like the like the humans don't notice that. She just wonders like, oh, there's something wrong. Like he's acting really strange. Yeah. Look at his ears. No. Look, Look at, at his, his teeth. <laughs> and. <sighs> the dribble, dribble, shoot, shoot, cheer. It's uh, like the first cheer you come up with in like second grade. <laughs> this isn't a senior <laughs> no, we cheer squad cheer. Well beyond this by now. <laughs> this is the wiffle ball cheer. <laughs> <laughs> it's so tiny. But the girls are again talking about the theme for the dance and the really stupid one wants to call it Don't Tread on Me. Well, how are you going to not tread on the earth? Well, I guess, yeah, and I guess the dance is like a what, like protecting the earth kind of thing or something? Uh-huh. Okay. Which always reminds me of the Sherman Williams logo, where they, like, pour paint all over the 
the world, which how is that? That seems like an environmental disaster, but yeah, that doesn't, that doesn't make for a comf- comforting imagery. Right. <laughs> so, like, yeah, so there's just, I mean, I, I, I can totally accept this as canon and there's just, but there's a lot of things. And again, like there's like, we've got what a five year difference, five year gap between where this was. And then when Buffy, the show began, but it's just like, and I don't know what the budget was for this film, but just like the lack of vampires going poof or mm-hmm. like there's, or like the terrible makeup. Like, cause there's one scene with like some couple, a couple of random vampires are attacking someone and you can like the one looks like he, a mime. He does. He's got so much, <laughs> like I can see the line where, yeah. <laughs> where your makeup ends and your neck begins. <laughs> and there's just like, and the whole Merrick thing I like Merrick as a character. It makes me wonder, not specifically Merrick, because, you know, there are differences between the movie and the show. Yes, she's a senior here, and she starts off as a sophomore in Sunnydale. Oh, yeah, that's right. But, and she had a watcher in that episode where we saw her go back, where we saw the flashback to L.A. Someone did come, and that person did try to, who was that? Was he Merrick? More than likely, yes, he was Merrick. Why doesn't she talk about him? Was Merrick a watcher or was he just a caller? <laughs> I think he was a watcher, but he had to have died because she didn't have another one. Right. No one else came looking for her, which is a really bad slip up in paperwork. <laughs> Seriously. On so the watcher's count. Let her be out there rogue. Uh, like, I mean, right. for like how many months and she doesn't get anybody, doesn't get a new watcher until she gets to Sunnydale. Right, because it's not just some dude that like was like, I know about Slayers, I know what you're doing. Right. Listen. Right. He was on, you know, but he must have died or something, and she never talks about it. There needed to be at least a scene where, you know, because she's like, oh, no, not you. I know. I'm not doing this whole thing again. Right. Agreed. You know? Yeah. There definitely should have been something more. But... but instead, they chose to tell that story with Faith and her watcher that was killed. Right. And how it fucked up Faith. But there is some trauma. There has to be some kind of trauma behind Buffy's first watcher. There's just like trauma upon trauma under Buffy's poor psyche. Like she is like dealt with more than her fair share of yeah. <laughs> traumatic incidents. And it's kind of messed up because it all she goes from not a care in the world to having to save the world. <laughs> right. Like from zero to 100 in like three seconds. And this, this poor thing, like there's no chance. She has no, no chance. <laughs> And Merrick takes her to, uh, okay, ladies, if a strange man comes up to you (laughs) and tells you you have some birthright and he knows about your hairy mole that you had removed, all of that still does not equate come to the graveyard with me. Right, exactly. (laughs) You should be telling a lot of people taking an entourage with you, even if you are curious about this. Merrick makes a lot of questionable choices of like <laughs> trying to uh sw- dis- like persuade Buffy into doing stuff or just going to talk to her. Dude, you don't need to be in the ladies locker room. No. You could have waited out in the hall. <laughs> this is a naked place. Yes. Yes it is. <laughs> and just like even his his opening line to her was like basically, you know, I've been watching you and I <laughs> I know about right. I know what you look like na- like basically. Like, right. No, we start off with vampires are real. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Merrick. <laughs> <laughs> and he ain't shit. At least Giles can handle his business. Yeah. Like Merrick, when he takes her to the graveyard, 
he immediately gets picked up. Like yes. he goes to swing and he immediately gets jacked up. It's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> At least Giles lands a few punches before he gets knocked exactly. out. Exactly. <laughs> like this. Is, so you just got your ass handed to you by a fresh vampire, not even like right. the master, like a fresh off the grave, <laughs> right? Not the master, not a vampire who's been doing this for a few months, but it's just some dude that was like literally vamped out thirty seconds ago, and. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, she manages to kill a few vamps her first time out. Right. She but, takes them in the wrong place the first time, but But dude, how long have you been doing this? Like how come he couldn't Right. <laughs> how, right. Why is he so bad at this? <laughs> why are you so bad at your job? <laughs> but see, that's another example of canon there because she does miss the first time. Right. And when she's training Dawn, she makes that reference about how she missed her first time. Right. So stop stop telling us it's not canon and then sliding in little <laughs> references like that. Because what's his face in season two, the Jason Bear character that comes to town and knows everything about her? Yeah. Might as well have been Pike. Right? That would have been... Or her boyfriend. Uh, yeah. You could like have what? made it anybody, but it's just from back then that right. he knew back then. You're again making ties back to another... Just stop. Yeah, because that would have been a nice shout out or call back to folks who were familiar with the original show, but also not really alienating anybody who wasn't familiar with the original movie. Right. You know, like just giving him the same name or saying, you know, this is my boyfriend, Bala. We didn't need to go deep into everything about, you know. Right. It would have been a little wink nod to <laughs> yeah. the everybody who knew. Right. But no. And she gets pissed that she's sitting in a fresh grave. You were the one that sat there. I know what a fresh grave was. I would have been like, why am I sitting here? <laughs> right. <laughs> Can I sit on that bench over there? Or no, But no. No, she sits on the fresh grave and all hell breaks loose and she has to save everybody. And she does. Yeah. But now she's got to deal with, but I have to go to cheerleading practice. And he's like, you're going to skip it. <laughs> And you're gonna train because this shit's real. <laughs> I do Does give she? it. I do <laughs> give it to Christy Swanson for her athleticism. Um, yes, she's. I don't know if she had a body double for most of her scenes. It didn't seem like you'd really need to. Right. Like, she's not the or, highest caliber. Like I know why Buffy has yeah Sophia Crawford on the show, but but these. I mean, I feel like a couple months training, too, like, or even just like, oh, she used to be a gymnast. Yeah, I totally, I, I totally, <laughs> I totally did. That, yes. <laughs> now, how can you not laugh at the <laughs> Benny floating outside of Pike's window? <laughs> that was funny. That was, yeah, especially just like the whole interaction was funny. Um, Let me in. Right. And he's like, there's something wrong. <laughs> <laughs> You're floating. <laughs> <laughs> and his again they don't notice the ears they don't notice right. and the his weird teeth were teeth. like his teeth were like right like he's all teeth <laughs> right like he's literally face. wearing the plastic teeth from right spirit exactly <laughs> halloween store <laughs> and he starts like floating back and forth he's like nothing's wrong <laughs> everything's great <laughs> and of course pike's not gonna let him in he you know, his mama didn't raise no fool. She exactly. didn't raise him, but she didn't raise the fool. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand why he decides that he's just going to leave town, though. Because um, cause there's been a lot of things, a lot of weird, spooky stuff happening. People going missing. And then that was after his brother. Uh, yeah, that was after he saw uh, 
dude our cat after he some weird guy took me home right yeah and then like because <laughs> so he's at the mechanics and he's like you know i needed this part by blah 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 it's almost dark i gotta get the fuck out of here it's <laughs> just like what do i do if i see so-and-so he's like run he's like, do you know who that mechanic was i i he looks familiar to me but i see that you it's have thomas james went, what <laughs> right <laughs> why are so many people in this movie <laughs> And he was cute too. Yeah. Like, I mean, Thomas Jane's always pretty cute, but this was like the fourth thing he had done. Oh wow! Yeah. I wonder if just part- like <laughs> casting companies were just smaller back then, and every like it was all the same pool. Like either we're shooting in L.A. or it's shooting in New York, and right. so like everybody comes goes <laughs> to the same casting calls and especially if it's a teen movie holy shit like that's like right it's everyone in hollywood everyone's gonna be the same the same pool of folks throughout the whole thing so which is probably why we see a lot of the same people familiar faces throughout the 90s and a lot of the teen comedies it's like british tv you always see the same people in british movies (laughs) it's a very small pool and they're always in everything I don't understand her ribbon dream. <laughs> How does she? She has a dream about the ribbon, but then the ribbon's on her head when she wakes up. Maybe it's not a dream. Maybe dude is in her house. I was, I was confused by that from the jump from Jump Street. I'm like, who the fuck wears that to bed? Who the right? fuck is tying up their hair in a ribbon? Like it was 1952. Like, right. <laughs> it's like okay, Sandra D. Let's just relax over here. And here's your teddy bear and snuggle up against me. Why are you in my room? What's happening? <laughs> now she's in his room, but she has that ribbon on her head when she wakes up. Right. And, and he's pulled... shocked that it's there. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So that's what makes me think that she didn't put it on her head in the first place. And also he like shows up when he shows up at the end when they meet, he has the ribbon. Which is, and it's so weird because she specifically asks Merrick, like, they can't come in unless I invite them. And he says, yes. So they establish that that's a thing. Then how'd you get that ribbon on your head? Is he magic? I don't understand. It's like force lightsabers showing up where they're not supposed to be. Yeah, they don't do. It's cool, but nobody explains it. Right. They don't do a good job of a lot of explanation. There's not a lot of good explanation in this film. Um, Which... Yeah, I mean, it was 92. Like, seriously, not, honestly. Did you need it? Nobody was really paying that close of attention. No, nobody cared. Nobody, nobody cared. Mm-mm. I do like the scene in the in the locker room, though, when he throws the knife at her. Yeah. She makes a big deal about saying that she just wants to uh, graduate, move to Europe, marry Christian Slater, and die. <laughs> and when you look at the um, the course that Buffy took on the show... She did almost all of those things, <laughs> except for marrying Christian Slater. Yep, this is true. She graduated, she went to Europe, and she died twice. It would have been nice if they could have gotten Christian Slater to make a guest appearance on there. Just or something. It would have been hilarious. <laughs> Again, just a wink so and a nod funny. to folks who who already knew, who were familiar with the movie. <laughs> I do like the uh, training scene shortly after, you know, when she realizes she really does need to... You know, the shit is severe. A 27-minute training montage? Yeah, the 20, you know, she's talking to the principal. She stabs that thing. He talks to the mechanic. Go through all of that. But 
she has her first official patrol where she looks adorable. She's got that little hat yeah. and a little, little hoodie. Yeah. And here's one thing I've always wanted to know from Joss is why he got rid of, number one, the hairy mole that's supposed to ID the Slayer. Oh, really? And the cramps. I think they're both Like, gross. yes, I'm agree. I agree. Get rid of both of those things. I under- But why? Because it's gross. <laughs> I, th- <laughs> I just don't think, I think to be logical about it, the cramp thing, that we can get away with that in a 90 minute movie. But mm-hmm. from episode to episode, we're still she doing this. She would just this. be walking around like, ow, right? oh my God, like, all the time. And like right off the bat, she would have known with Angel. Right. So you couldn't have had the whole build up with her finding out Angel was a vampire because she'd been like, ow, hey. Right. Yeah, exactly. And plus, it's just stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's her body's way of acting to their unnatural. It's so stupid. Like, like, <laughs> like the whole, it's like, that literally, that is like some... That's that screams that a a dude who is unfamiliar with women wrote this script. Yeah. You know, like okay, I don't know much <laughs> about girls, but a slayer has to be a girl, so and we have to put in the fact that they get cramps when they get their periods, right? So it's, like that. <laughs> and some studio head was like, "That sounds awesome." <laughs> right? How much money would you like? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> and she actually had to act that. <laughs> I do like her reaction when he's like, you have cramps. You Right. (laughs) Not that it's any of your business. Exactly. And that's another thing. Like, how do you keep going? Like, it's not your bit. Like, leave me alone. Don't worry about what's going on in my my uterus. Like, fuck. And imagine the confusion when she does just have cramps. And she's like, is there a vampire? Where's the vampire? Is it just cramps? I'm so confused with my own body. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and she, so they make a big deal about her um, <laughs> stabbing them in the heart. And the guy on this first patrol, she clearly stabbed him in the center of his chest. Right. <laughs> all the way through his chest with a that stake was like three feet long. Those stakes are huge in this film. They were huge. <laughs> and that she was not carrying a three foot stake. <laughs> but she definitely kicked him with one. <laughs> Now, if it is canon, we keep, I keep going back to this, but if it is canon, this relationship, she's very, she gets very close to Merrick in a very short amount of time. Yeah. I was wondering, like, what is the amount of time that is that is spent here? I mean, I guess it can't be that long. The only thing that we really have as a time marker is when they start talking about the dance to when the dance actually happens. Yeah. So a month, maybe? A couple a month? of months? <laughs> I do like when he makes his first joke about... <laughs> <laughs> everybody makes a joke about how stupid she is <laughs> you know fair game she is kind of dumb but it's yeah but i mean that's another it's always like she's not really stupid like it's just no. it, there's just something that there's like maybe there's just not all cylinders are firing it's just you know how in high school when you would act a certain way with one group of friends right and then you'd act a different way with another group of friends right and never the two shall meet. Right. When we see her with Merrick, that's who Buffy is. Right. When we see her at school, when we see her with Pike, though, maybe when we see her with Pike, 
that's a little bit more who she is. But I feel like she's putting on this attitude when yeah. she's with those girls. Definitely. And it starts to, the facade starts to drop a little bit more the further, the longer she, the further she gets into the Slayer world. She starts caring less about cheerleading. She doesn't right. give two shits about this dance and the decorating right. of this dance. But she wants to. Right. She wants to care about these things. She wants to be a regular girl. But how can you when... World's on fire. Are, yeah, the world is on fire. It's burning down around you. And grown men are calling you horrible, horrible racial slurs. Right. Bigot, bigoted slurs that you cannot just say in a movie these days. No. <laughs> oh, the 90s. And why did you call her that? Because she kicked you off your bike? Yes. Because she's no, stronger oh, no, than be, you? And because that's one, that was the other scene. Like, why couldn't we see her actually kicking his ass a little bit? Like, that's... <laughs> all we see is this man all suddenly yeah. on the ground yelling at her. Yeah, because, uh, yeah, because she wasn't coming, be, uh, accepting his advances. Because what did he say? He, he asked if she wanted something real between her legs or something. Mm-hmm. And that's why she... And she said, yeah, I do. Right. And she so, stole his bike. So that must mean, clearly, she didn't mm-hmm. want you. So right. she, <laughs> she must be. One of the strangest scenes in the entire movie is just prior to that is it is at the basketball game when Grueler makes his appearance as a vampire mm-hmm. playing basketball. Mm-hmm. Teen Wolf. Teen Wolf. Full <laughs> Teen Wolf. And also uh, Paul Rubens when he's on when he's on top of the mystery machine. <laughs> <laughs> and when was, he loses his arm. Yeah, so I was like, he's Teen Wolfing. <laughs> <laughs> he's totally Teen Wolfing. <laughs> but Grueler shows up and why didn't Buffy get cramps as soon as he walked in? Right. It's just like this really convenient plot device that it only shows up ever so often. It's like they forget about it after a while. <laughs> right and it makes no sense it's i I mean if you want to use it cool but go full on with it yeah use it and then use it and keep using it and and this is why it just kind of eventually fades itself away from like yeah she should have been in crazy pain at the dance Mm -hmm. oh crazy pain she should have known all those vampires were outside right showing up outside (laughs) but at the game she recognized like Grueler won't pass the ball. He's dunk. He's <laughs> dribbling on his own. He's dunking and then he's floating right back down and to the floor. Nobody questions this, really. No, they're just mad. Except that he's for not the ref, sharing. who's like, "You got to get him out of here. He can't be showboating." <laughs> That's your problem, right? <laughs> not the fact that this kid is clearly dead. Uh, I was. Ben Affleck wants none of it. <laughs> Rightfully so. Like, I'm pretty sure he had some blood in his mouth, but he came. It's like, ew, <laughs> take it. <laughs> and I do, and I, 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 I must have missed the introduction to the coach's character because I don't understand. Because when I started to catch it, like, I see he's folding. <laughs> yes. He's folding their jackets and he's like, you were, you were late. Now you sit right there and think about how that made me feel. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> And like, of course, Buffy like just interrupts come... the entire game. Yeah, and lays Grueler out, and she has like this awesome panther stalking prey moment in the middle yeah. of the floor. But nobody's like, "What's going on?" No, except for Merrick, who was just like Buffy. And she's like, "He knows who I am," because apparently they can't know her name. There's some oh. kind of special power in them knowing her name, what, like and Rumpel... he knows who she is. Like Rumpelstiltskin. 
right? <laughs> and it's like, okay, he knows who you are, but all you did was kick him. How right. does that equal Slayer? Right. Like maybe you're just defending your your high school game. Right. The, like you're really into this basketball game, and he is being <laughs> a jerk face by ruining it. Uh, yeah. Okay. So. Pike then, sees a motorcycle go by, somehow figures out that it's Buffy. Yeah. And steals one? I, I, yeah. <sighs> that was being worked on. Yep. <clears throat> it okay. doesn't work. You're fixing it. How are you just going <laughs> to steal it and take off? Right. Like, you don't know what's wrong with that thing. There could no not be any brakes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you going? <laughs> and speaking of no brakes, Buffy doesn't even attempt to stop hers. No. She just hops off of it. It just it's keeps like running. It crash. <laughs> okay. <laughs> As you were. And now she's got overwhelming cramps. Wow. <laughs> and there's nobody around. No. <laughs> but then there are multiple students from the high school <laughs> that were not at the game. Now we've got a wrestler who's apparently yeah. a vampire. There's some other people. She, you know, she's trying to get Gruler to not attack her or kill her it's all very strange and their teeth are just the worst and the ears are the worst and gruelers like chewing gum but i'm wondering if it's like a piece of flesh because there is a bunch of blood in his mouth and i'm (laughs) suddenly concerned Uh, yeah but he dies very quickly right so all in all I mean, multiple, is, it ne- multiple. <laughs> is it necessary to watch this film and still enjoy Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the television series? No. No, not absolutely not. And I, it does not really, it doesn't give me any more deeper knowledge <laughs> of like my multiple viewings of the entire series of, of the show. Um, it makes Other me appreciate personal head canon. Right. And it also makes me appreciate Sarah Michelle Geller much more and everybody like the entire cast of the television series because it really Yes, obviously the writing got 10 times, 20 times much better. And you get that when you have like a team of of writers and other people to work off of and better people and all that stuff. But also just like the the beauty that every single main character and the actors brought to this show like our our series regulars my god like they just it was just a a matter of the chemistry and talent and ability of everybody it's what makes this television show so what it is yeah just unforgettable and making you want to like keep going back and going back and revisiting sunnydale Mm -hmm. time and time again and which we did and so you know the movie it goes a little off the rails for a little bit there's you know they end up finding out her name anyway merrick dies they crash the high school during the dance lots of kids die but she ends up saving the day right that's like buffy always does right and there's a scene one of my favorite pieces of random trivia is that there's a scene at that dance seth green is in this movie i see uh-huh. He's in the original DVD and VHS. He's like on the back of the box. And mm. I always remembered seeing him on the back of the box, mm. but never remember him. But he's there at the dance. You can see the back of his head. He's actually one of the first vampires she kicks when she comes out of the door oh, of he's the a, gym. Oh, he's a vampire. Just, yeah, he's a vampire. <laughs> you just never actually see his face. Oh. Yeah. Kind of sad. <laughs> well, well, he made up for it. 
he did make up for it. Um, but I do, in the end, overall, I would say, I still enjoy this movie. Is it 90 schlocky fun? Yeah, it, it really, really is. But it had a great soundtrack. The end credits are hilarious. Oh, I totally turned with it the off. News res- the news, um, all the different news reports, oh. all the different characters, like uh, Hillary Swank. Steven Root smashed her face into something, and she is not doing well. She's accepting, like, prom queen or something. <laughs> He's talking about all of the kids, which you can kind of see how Principal Snyder would dis- decide to not mention vampires and make them right. gangs on PCP. <laughs> because this is how... <laughs> people react when you tell them the truth <laughs> does okay and, so since there was stuff in the end credits that i missed does buffy set the the gym on fire no hmm. her and pike kiss and ride off into the sunset to Susanna hoffs yeah that that's I, that i saw and then that was when i shut it off i was like i don't know yeah might, maybe there's an end credits thing like where she'll no, it's the. I think the very last ones we see uh, her at Buffy's ex boyfriend and the new girlfriend crying about why did I let you do this to me and she runs off and they're like on the news. Uh. <laughs> it's like, oh, uh, your parents are gonna have some questions, young lady. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> so we watch this as part of. I I personally every Halloween every October I do you know the thirty one days and I try to watch a bunch of different stuff. Right, right. And this was one of the things that I ended up, oh, oh, hope, stop, wait, sorry. The very last thing we see is another shot of Paul Rubens kicking the, yeah. <laughs> he's, he sits back up and he's still <laughs> kicking the stairs with the stake in his chest. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so I, I usually always watch this around Halloween time. And I always, always, always watch the Buffy Halloween episodes. Ah, uh, yeah. Of which we only have three, I think. Uh, there's one at the... F- there's one where the costumes come to life, and then there's yep, the frat house. Two. And then there's... Um, uh, Dawn, Dawn Halloween. Yeah. If I were to rank them, Dawn's Halloween's my least favorite. Yep. Uh, and then I kind of have a hard time deciding between season two Halloween and season four, the frat Halloween. Mm. I would have to go with the the costumes come to life, then the frat, and then Dawn. We've got Spike in one, which is always nudges everything up a little more. Right. But the way they react to each other in season four, <laughs> like the way that Xander's so mad about everybody ignoring <laughs> him, and then he becomes invisible. <laughs> and Willow's trauma basically at being a witch and things not working out and everybody just downplaying what she does mm-hmm. and having to deal with Oz's fear of turning into a werewolf and killing everyone <laughs> and then the whole tiny fear demon yeah. <laughs> and we get Giles in costume I might like fear itself a little better than uh, Halloween we've got oh yeah that's right in the costume but Giles with a chainsaw is it's also, fear itself yeah there's also much more mm-hmm. see there's more reasons it's just an onion a bunny suit there it just it might edge out spike for me 
nope, I'm still going to keep my original. (laughs) (laughs) I think mostly because I, and I've said it before on this show, is that I enjoy watching character or actors who have been playing characters that we know and love for so long, taking on a different character within that world. Yeah. So I, I really like watching Buffy just be like this little helpless, you know, whatever. And then, you know, Xander rolls in and he's army man and excuse me, ma'am, and, you know, all that business. And, and also that's uh, where Oz first notices Willow. Yeah. I do love that scene when Giles is like, you're a ghost? What kind of ghost are you? And she's like, you think this is something you should have seen Cordelia? And then his absolute horror at thinking Cordelia turned into a giant cat. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So you guys go watch all four of these things this Halloween season. You will enjoy all of them. Well, three of them. One, you may or may not enjoy the Buffy movie as much as I do. But (laughs) tell us what you thought. Yeah. And also, does this pass the Bechtel test? Um, I don't think that she ever talks about anything. They like she talks to the girls. Yeah, but yeah. it's so vapid that I have a hard right. time saying yes. I have, I have no idea like how to follow what even they were talking about. Right, like I know they're probably more than likely they're talking about her history teacher. They're talking about her boyfriend. Talking, talking about, about the dance. Right. So maybe at some point, like. Talking shit on each other. Right. So maybe kind of slides in there underneath just barely. Yeah. But it's not a it's not a proud pass of the Bucks. No. <laughs> it is not. It's it's extremely embarrassing. So yeah, let us know your thoughts on everything. You can record a MP3 file less than two minutes. Email it to revisiting Sunnydale at gmail.com, please. Now next week. We promise. <laughs> we promise, unless we're lying. Is <laughs> seen red, but you know, I mean, this is kind of a troubling episode. Not as troubling. It is not as, you know, not as emotional as the body, but still, you can see why we may have wanted to push it back a little bit. Just kind of, <laughs> kind of tiptoe around it still, because mm-hmm. um, it, it, uh, it makes. Our relationship with Spike a little more complicated. And my feelings fluctuate every time I watch it. <laughs> so let's see next week where we fall. So subscribe, follow, like us. You can find me, Camila, on Twitter at the underscore rugged angel. Or me, Marcel, at MSphere7338. All right. Thanks for listening and happy Halloween.